Aside from the mysterious elevator workers of the oddly chronically broken elevators and the Israeli movers contracted by Zim Shipping Company, itself partly Israeli state-owned, which broke a $50,000 lease in the World Trade Center to relocate to Virginia a week before 9-11, who else had suspicious access to the towers? In 2002, a simple case of fraud over fake IDs in Tennessee led to the arrest of six Middle Eastern men and revealed damning information about 9-11, about men claiming to have done work in the basement of the towers with fake passes. The key witness, herself an accomplice in the ID fraud, was killed a day before her trial date. Catherine Smith, a Department of Motor Vehicles employee, had been working with Khalid Otala from Jerusalem to provide Tennessee license, which do not require social security numbers, for five other men. The FBI, working on a tip, arrested Otala outside the DMV after he purchased the IDs from Smith. They had been monitoring Catherine Smith's house. She had also bought her car from Otala, one she would be found dead inside of later. The following group, Muhammad Fares, Abdel Musin Hamad, Mustafa Abu Shahid, and Omar Kayata, were all arrested as they were also waiting outside for Odala to return from the DMV. The underlings told investors that Khalid or Sakur Hamad, the cousin of Abdul Musin Hamad, could get the IDs. Oddly, the two ringleaders would be released while the underlings had the book thrown at them. Sakir Hamad, who had shared a residence with Otala Khalid, was arrested and on his person he had a pass granting him entry into the six underground levels of World Trade Center 1. It was dated September 5, 2001. Khalid Otala had also driven a truck from New York to Tennessee on 9-11. Hamad claimed that he had been doing work on the sprinkler systems for a couple of days, and that is why he had a pass. The problem with that, as Alan Hicks, the spokesperson of the Port Authority of New York, pointed out, the New York Port Authority handles its own work on such systems, and no one there had contracted Hamad. Hamad gave police a card for magic heating and plumbing. He also had a card at the time of his arrest. In court, his father produced a letter signed by Sergei Davidenko for Dinko Mechanical, verifying both Sahira Muhammad and his cousin's employment. Davidenko told the New York Times Hamad had been working in the World Trade Center for him for a couple of days. The problem is, there was no magic heating and plumbing or Dinko Mechanical. There was an obsolete business license for Dinko, and the address for the office was simply Davidenko's residential address, quite similar to the elevator operator's fiasco. One woman who may have been able to shed light on the entire matter was Catherine Smith, but the day before her trial, she had a car accident and died. Actually, her body had been burned inside her car, but the gas tank failed to ignite. Witnesses had seen Smith ablaze in her car, and investigators found gasoline in her clothing. FBI agent Susan Nash said Smith had been murdered. The unresolved questions about 9-11 and Smith's death had nothing outside of the circumstantial to do with the trial of her fake IDs, however. Hamad was released on a $250,000 bail. What kind of truck driver or repairman has that kind of money? Dotala, the middleman, was released hours after being sentenced. Why was Khalid released? And why wasn't there a follow-up investigation into Denko Mechanical?